Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This week's episode of the Overflow Podcast. As always, I am Joaquin. And I'm Jay. And we are so happy that you are here with us this week. I like, like my robot intro. I had a no. I had no, a pink I, I had a Pink Panther intro, but I got shut down. So you guys can go jump in. I, I kind of prefer the Pink that? Panther info, intro See, over this listen, one now. I'm, I'm a professional. Um, but I'm a professional. A professional. <laughs> I'm a professional jokester. Screw up. Um, anywho, welcome to this week's episode of the over, over of the Overflow Podcast. You know, as always, you can find us at theoverflowpodcast.com. Word. Uh, and there you can uh, sign up for the podcast, subscribe to the different services, catch all the videos and songs and all that stuff for the week. Now. Last episode, we talked about really just fear monster, right? Yeah, I mean, we just, I was, we just kind of uh, gave a just a another way of, of, that the fear monster. Kinda, it was like a fear monster update, kind of just uh, starving jumps, your fear monster, starving your, your fear monsters. Jay shared the word. Um, so this week, no word for me. No one wants to speak to me apparently, but that's okay because we're going to keep moving. Now, we got a couple of things to to, to talk about. A lot of stuff going on in the world today. Um, and these are things that kind of stood out. These are the headlines. Because <laughs> they're the headlines, headlines. Uh, because that's my bumper. We got to come up with better bumpers. Headlines, headlines. Um, you know, um, before you get into that, <laughs> shout out Dennis. Of course, that's right. Well, I'm, I'm angry at him because you took your side on the Pink Panther <laughs> intro. So what's up, Dennis? Y- you know, in a brainstorming session, there are no bad ideas, but... This isn't a brainstorming session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, with friends like you. So Dennis let us guys know who need that, enemies. that because of last week's episode, people were asking about the whole Napoleon thing. Let me explain the Napoleon thing. The Napoleon, when I mention Napoleon, it's not that he's my spirit animal. It's that right. to avoid the conversation, I asked the picture of Napoleon that is that is hanging in the hanging studio. Hanging in the studio. Why Napoleon? I don't know. Because Napoleon failed at Waterloo. So you look at it and you remember, don't fail at Waterloo. Whatever your Waterloo is. Whatever your Waterloo is. But but it was funny because in that picture, I mean, it's a famous picture of Napoleon. But he's looking, he was looking deep, deep into Jay's soul and Jay didn't want to share his testimony last week. And he's pointing up. So he's he's pointing pointing up up to God. It's like, God wants you to share it, Jay. (laughs) Can't escape it, Jay. (laughs) Can't escape it, Pastor Jay. Um, Pastor Jay is back. And he's back anyway. Um. So this week's. Uh. So anyway. So on, on this week's episode, the uh, it's it's kind of cool. The the stories are, are really matching up. I think right. They're kind of lining up with yeah, yeah, the topic. Now the topic for this week is called in real life. IRL oh. in real life. And so we're gonna we're gonna dive into that in a bit. But we're gonna talk about these topics before we hit the topics. Before we mm. hit the headlines, let's go ahead and get the um the song and trailer of the week out of the way. Oh. Um. 
so that is that how we're gonna do things? Now? You know, you know what? It feels it feels good to just it, like it feels just to get it out since we no longer play not, the song. Not get it out of the way I, per se, but just I you know, like, I don't like any of these artists anyway. <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> just kidding. I love none of them. Um, <laughs> no. So this so this week's uh, song, one uh, K few, is the artist. You're- the song is featuring what up RG and Ty, Ty Brazel. Brazel. I always say Brazel, but it's a Brazel. Ty Brazel. <laughs> um, excuse me. The song is How We Coming. I, you know, when I saw that, I was like, well, hopefully in a vehicle, in a car. <laughs> You're so dumb. Maybe take the bus. You got Uber and Lyft now. Eh, I don't know. But the song is called How We Coming. I'll be honest with you. 1K Fuse is one of those guys, right? They, if, if 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 me and Jay were we're going to be honest about things, we weren't we weren't kind of fans of his when he first came out, right? Actually, I wasn't, and I don't think you were either. You actually, weren't that. No, I was okay. So, like of his music, not of fun, him, but of his funny, music. Funny little story. Um, we're not, we're not, I we're not track stars. It's it's so funny how I, I have had some kind of involvement in all three of these artists, right? Career. Um, but I remember one K few when he was younger, and um, when he was when he was like what five hundred few, <laughs> and and flow, and flow like brought him up to me and told me like right. told me about him and helped hey, him out whatever kid, right? But um, but and of course what up R G and Ty Brazel, but like it wasn't that I wasn't a fan of his music. Okay, I wasn't a fan of his music, not because of him. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying no, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Though. No, but I'm saying not because of him, just because. Trap or crunk. Right. Back then in the day, he used to do crunk music. I just, you know, it's whatever. No, that's what I'm saying. We weren't, but, weren't fan of his music. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just. I mean, we were like the. It was. It was, was kind of like. Eh. It was nothing personal. It's just. No, it was that we weren't fans of his. Old school hip hop. You didn't let me finish with his music. <laughs> uh, let me let me clarify. See, that's just what happens. That's why we need counseling. But anyway, <laughs> so you got to so, you got to start it off that way. So uh, you know what? We're gonna have some counseling right now. No, um. Yeah, so one K few. This is a cat that when he first came out and his, and his we, we we heard his stuff. We weren't just we weren't. I mean, to, honestly, we were not fans of his music. Not weren't fans of trap. Of you know, weren't really fans of the whole crunk trap trap mm-hmm. crunk thing. But um, I have begrudgingly, speaking for myself, I have begrudgingly been feeling his stuff now. You know, like I hear, I'm like, okay, okay. Well, his his sound has matured, has even matured. though it's still trap. Right, but it's not as, hmm, as gimmicky, right? As I, it used to sure. be. Sure, whatever, whatever right? you but might. His sound has matured. He has matured, and so his sound has yeah. matured. And you always want to see that yeah. from artists, except for me. But a lot of artists get stuck in their sound, right. and then they get upset when their careers don't go anywhere. Right, right. right. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that. So, so uh, anyway, so this is the song, dope little song. I liked it. I like. I liked it. It did it. Um. So one K few, how we coming? So that'll be on the website and the playlist and all that stuff. I think we need to do a new playlist. What do you mean? Because we're adding all these 2019 songs to 2018 playlist. No, the playlist isn't 2018. The playlist is everything we've done. I think I I think it's specific. It's specified 2018. You specified 2018, so you got to change. So we got to do a new playlist. You got to change the playlist title. Songs of 2019. No, it's gonna be it's all the stuff we've played. Um. Uh, oh, the trailer. 
Trailer. Dude, so this is a trailer you sent me. I sent you this trailer. And this is the second trailer that came out. I sent you. The, I sent you guys the first one. I think I sent you guys the second one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent it. <clears throat> Called Triple Frontier. Yo, this ne- movie. It's a, ne- it's a Netflix. It's a Netflix flick. It's a Netflix flick. Dude, the actors that this movie has, is got, Batfleck. Well, okay, he will always be Batfleck to me. He's got nah, Ben. Nah, no, he's just Ben Affleck again. It's got Ben Affleck. It's got gave up the cowl. It's got Charlie um, Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. It's got Oscar, it's got Oscar Isaac. Isaac. It's got um, Pedro. Yeah, the guy from Game of Thrones. The guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> Pedro something. Pedro something. It's got. There's somebody else in there. That's. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. My brain has. But anyway, it's got those guys. Just those guys alone. Um. It's it's like they're like soldiers and they go steal some money. They're gonna go to steal some money from like some kind of drug lord, some cartel guy, and then you know, all heck breaks loose. Looks like awesome movie. Looks like it's a movie right up my alley. A lot of action, a lot of violence, uh, and it comes out next month, I believe it is. So, peep, peep the trailer. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. I knew that. Right, Pedro Pascal isn't Pedro he the guy? Pascal. Right, isn't he the guy that gave us the uh, immunization, the shot? Not me. Wasn't he the guy? That, wasn't he the guy? That, wasn't he the guy that came up with? Wasn't, wasn't he the guy that came up with penicillin? <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Um, <laughs> uh, that's why I will be famous one day. Um, anyway, so uh, Triple Frontier. Definitely check out the trailer. Two Latinos in that movie. There um, you go. Yeah. A one good guy, one bad guy. So nobody can say that it's a stereotype. <laughs> By nobody, I mean Jay. Um, <laughs> and his ilk. Jay and all the Latinx people. Um, Latin next. Latin X. Right? Latin X. I don't know what Latin La- X is. I'm a, La- I'm a Latin O. <laughs> I don't know what Latin X is. Latin X. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Latin viejo. I'm a Latin viejo. Uh, so... Uh, anyway, so one K few, um, how we come in and Triple Frontier. Make sure you check out those songs this week, songs and trailer this week. Super duper dope. So let's go ahead and jump into. Oh, nope, nope, nope. And oh, what? Mm, no wait. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add an extra song. Oh, okay. Because I have to. Because you know he's a favorite of the podcast. And um, he's part of the Legacy family. But um, last Friday, since this is always like this thing, but last Friday, um, Uzuhan dropped a new song. We're going we're gonna to have him as an extra just, just because. Okay. You know, just in case, you know, trap's not your thing, then you listen to some Uzu, right? You just that feel-good hip-hop. They use some Korean trap. Right? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a dope song. It's a dope song. So if you haven't heard it, What's it called? You're gonna hear it now. Well, not right now, but well, when, when you go to the website, I, I think maybe we can like maybe the artists that are represented by um by Legacy, we could play their music on our podcast. I, I don't know. I think they'd uh, they they'd strike us. You'd strike us. You'd be like, uh, yeah, you guys can't be playing. Um, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't reach out to management. <laughs> I'm gonna be mad at myself. Hey, you didn't. Uh, hey, you didn't reach out to management. God be my witness. God be my witness. All right, so Uzu, so we'll throw that on the list too. Um, and hopefully, legacy management, uh, the guy that runs it, uh, will be cool if we, uh, if we can do something. 
We'll yeah. see. Yeah, I'm cool with him. I heard I, he's. A, I, I, I think I think he'll be all right. With I, heard, it. I heard he's a jerk. Um, <laughs> sometimes. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I heard he likes to feed his fear monster. Uh, <laughs> uh, feed him nachos. He likes to feed his fear monster nachos <laughs> and meatloaf. Um. All right. So. Uh, all right. So. So we got a couple of headlines. Headlines that. Um. Headlines that upset me. That upset. So since they upset Jay, I was ambivalent about the headlines, but. Jay was upset, so that's a that's a new one, not really. So not, do you want to do you want to really. do you want to do Justin or do you want to Chris first? No, Chris first because Chris, that's the one that that's, upset me. Oh, that's your not man so much Chris because that's your but, man crush, but right? Ellen, but Ellen Page. So right? what happened? So Ellen Page calls out Chris Pratt for attending quote an infamously anti LGBTQ church. Plus, they forgot the plus. Oh, uh, the plus. Okay, yeah. plus church, right? <laughs> and. Okay, so Chris goes to Hillsong, L.A., right? He goes to Hillsong, L.A. But like, what, what upset me about this article wasn't that she got upset with him because he goes to Hillsong, L.A., and, you know, they're not LGBTQ plus friendly or whatever, right? Right. But her use of words, right? The words, the words you use are so important, right? She said... She called him out because the church that he goes to hates. She used the word hates, right? And that's what upset me. Right. Right? That's what upset me because, dude, like we got like we to gotta stop, right? We got to stop. Oh, you know, Ellen Page, I'm calling you out. You got to stop. And everybody who thinks, like, who thinks the way she does, all of you need to stop. If someone is not in agreement with you, or disagrees with how you see things or how you view things or how you live or whatever, that doesn't automatically equate hate. Correct. Chris Pratt or Hillsong LA does not hate the LGBTQ whatever community. Right. Just because we as Christians disagree with the lifestyle doesn't mean that we hate those who live the lifestyle. Right. Right. And if he went to Westboro Baptist, I'd call him out too. Uh, if you went to Westboro Baptist, then yeah, you know, then that, yeah. then then Jay would definitely ask him to marry him. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> if you went to Westboro Baptist, then yeah, you know it could possibly be understood. But you know, it's, it's, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of I'm tired of it. Right. Right. And then I, I was I forgot who I was talking to about this, but um, right. And, we, and we're talking. I was like, yo, if 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 as a believer pastor, minister, whatever, just as a Christian. If I don't agree with how you live your life, that doesn't mean I hate you, man. Like this stuff got has to stop. How come <laughs> controversy alert. How come nobody calls out any like Muslim actors or Muslim artists or whatever, right? Because according to Islam, like you hate those you like they hate those people. They put them to right. death. They they right. kill them. You know, there are video oh, ISIS Jay. throwing them off rooftops, right? Like things oh, like that, Jay. right? Not all not all of them, Jay. <laughs> not all of right? all Christians. I've never seen like, any Christian group, right? Kill any like throw any gay person off a roof. Right. Right? I think it I think it's happened in Africa, but but no one's like no one celebrates it. No one says like, yes, that's exactly and what no videos, no, no yeah. videos. Yeah. Yeah, we, we killed right. I mean, the gay. I, right. I really need her to stop, right? I really need her to stop. Now, granted, she was 
asked this question while she was on a press tour for the new series she's in on Netflix called The Umbrella Academy, which I'm three episodes in and I actually like, right? But the comic book is also good. Um, so it's a given. But still, just because someone disagrees with your viewpoint or just because someone disagrees with your decisions, your choices, your lifestyle, whatever, doesn't automatically equate hatred. No, she she tweeted it. She tweeted it. But she also said it at um on the late show with with Stephen Colbert. Which is so, funny, right? Because so, like Colbert's so, a Catholic. So I think I think she tweeted it and then um uh yeah, I think she tweeted it and then right, doubled down on the late on, show. On the late show? She's like, oh, I'm gonna call you all out. Or maybe it's the other way around. Either way, or maybe the other way, but either way, she 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 mentioned it, and then she doubled down on it. Right. And I think, but I think that's just a bigger that's just a bigger thing, right? So like you know, I think you you tweeted uh, this week, right, where you were talking about yeah, that's how pissed I was, right? Where he was like, just because we disagree, doesn't mean that I you know that that I hate you, and I, and unfortunately that's that's how we that's how we've we've um. That's the road we've 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 gone down on on all sides, right? So it's 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 just this thing where I you know if I disagree with with your with your argument or with your premise, then I somehow you know hate you. <clears throat> but what's funny is that you know it, it's like well okay wait a minute wait 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 show you know show me something show me something show me something that demonstrates that hate right right show me where. You know, uh, you know, the pastor of Hillsong said, hey, everybody, when you when you leave church today, grab a rock and throw it at a gay person or or say or come right out and say, you know what? Yes. As a Christian, I hate all gay people. I hate all whatever. Right. You know, it's like, come on, man. Like, right. That's the you know, that's the, the problem is that everything everything is. Everything is turned up to eleven, right? Everything is is a problem. So, you know, you do something, you're racist. You do something, you hate the LBGT people. If you do something, you oh, you're persecuting us Christians. If you do something, oh, you're racist towards Muslims. Even though you can't be racist towards Muslims because <laughs> Muslims aren't a race. <laughs> but then if you say that, then you're Islamophobic, right? Which is a made up word. So, it's like I think the problem is is that, like. Saying someone's a Christian, like, that umbrella is so big. Right. And just because there are people like Westboro Baptists that claim Christianity and do hate and do call for awful, terrible things, not every Christian is like that. Correct. Right. Well, I would say I would say 99% of Christians are like that. <laughs> you know, you, you, you take the most fundamentalist uh, Christian, uh you know, like uh, the, like the kind of people that you know we grew up with, going to you know, growing up in kind of legalist type environments, they might not have liked them, but they they never would have gone and hurt even hurt them. In, in all of my legalistic upbringing, I've never heard anything being taught or or said about hating anyone ever. Right. Ever 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 ever. Right. right. It's a sin for you to have a beard, but. I never heard any like I heard outlandish things like that, but never was hatred ever taught or right. preached about 
or pushed on anyone right. ever. And what's funny is that and Dennis brings a good point, right? Dennis, when you're talking about, you know, Christianity is kind of this big umbrella where you have, right, where you have your kind of your more very liberal, you have your very conservative, you kind of have your people in the middle, you have kind of have that whole spectrum. Yeah. But but because it's because it's Christian, then it's all, right? All, all of you Christians are like X, Y, Z. Even though you, even though you're lumping people that might be on the complete opposite ends of the of the spectrum, but yet any other group, pick any other group, it's always like, oh, well, those aren't, those aren't, those aren't, those are just the exception. Not everyone is like that. So Jay was talking about the Muslims, right? And you're talking about, oh, well, well, Muslims believe this and this. Well, no, no, no. Oh, it's only a small group that believe that. the re- The rest of them are they're just normal people that are trying to live their life. But as Christians, we don't we don't seem to get that um, that grace that that grace. I guess uh, ironically, as ironically, <laughs> um, you know. And so it's it's you know it's frustrating, and I get why sometimes uh, believers feel like well we're you know we're being persecuted because we just get lumped. You're all like this, um, <clears throat> and and so then within our our world, right within our faith, and, and me and Jay, we talked about this. And then we then we get, you know, then we get kind of this ambivalence because if you come out as being, well, I am a Christian, right, then you immediately get, get all this kind of, I'm not going to say hate, but you, you get this kind of ex, ex, expectation placed on you on how you're supposed to be. Oh, you're one of those. Right. You get the spotlight put on you. Uh-huh. Right. And and so then you, so then it's like, well, well, no, 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 no. So then you start dissing Christians, right? Because you don't want to be, <laughs> you don't want to seem like. And you turn it to Peter. Nah, I don't know Jesus. Nah, I don't know them. I don't know them <laughs> fools. Nah, man, I'm the good kind of Christian. I know who that is. You know, but, um, but, but then, you but, know, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's, it's easy. It's easy to group people together like that. And, you know, you get your, you get people talking about you. You get your, you know, five seconds of attention. It's it's easy just to clump people together and say, oh, they're all alike. Right. Right. And I thought Chris Pratt, kind of going coming, coming full circle back to this, I thought Chris Pratt's response was great. He was like, no, nah, I don't go to a place that hates anyone. They've been with me through my divorce, and they've shown me nothing but love. Right. You know, um, I come nobody saying, well, Christians hate divorced people because we all know divorced people have been made to feel guilty in a lot of a lot of churches. You know, yes, we have <laughs> um, two or three times, depending on who the person is. But <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so, you know, but he was like, hey, you know, they, you know, they they they've loved me and, and we don't hate anyone. And. You know, uh, yeah, but like the same thing happened to um to the couple from the maybe Dennis, you can help me with these names. Um, the Gaines, the Gainers, yeah, the Gaines, um, Chip and Joanna Gaines, Chip and Joanna, right? For like the same exact right, because they the same exact reasons, right? Because right? they went to a church, right? It's funny how it's funny how Christians Christians have believed kind of the same fundamental thing for a thousand years. Um, and it's a problem, but, but other religions in this country believe the same things, if not worse. Well, you know, I guess, I guess that's what happens when you're the, when you're the most popular kid on the block, <laughs> you just get all the hate. It's like she, she writes, if you're a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates a certain group of people, dude, like you need to calm all the way down. And that's what you say. Okay, how do they hate them? 
<laughs> they won't. Oh, they won't put him in leadership. Okay, that's because of theological reasons. But did they actually like punch him in the face and said no? Right, were they chastised when they came in front, to church? In front of everyone, right, stoned as they ran outside. <laughs> you know, please. But but you know, on the other side of the perspective, there's this. Did you hear about this uh, church in Atlanta that is going to get classified as a, a hate group because they think the gays should be arrested and their punishment should be death? I have not heard. No, of that. not heard of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Check it out. I'm have the, to look that up. It's called. Uh, well, I don't want to say their name because they don't need any kind of advertisement. But WSB TV has uh, reported on them. Right, but you see, but that's the thing, though. That's that. This is, but that's that goes to my argument, right? So it's like of of all the thousands and thousands and thousands of churches, and it's like, well, well, there's this one. Have you heard about this one? Right. We, uh, yeah, we've named two. Right. We've named two out of thousands and thousands and thousands. And and it's like, well, look, oh, well, what about this church? They said they should be arrested and thrown in jail or or whatever. Um, but then if we say, well, wait a minute, what about this other group? This is what they preach. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you're 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 being fearful or you're being this, you're being that. And that's the one thing that bugs me. Either either we all get treated, either we all get treated the same. Condemn us all or condemn us or condemn none of us. Like just, you know, like <laughs> let us let us, you know, let us be. Because I don't know of any Christian organization that is going to stand up and say, yeah, we agree with that church. You know, I personally am more concerned with churches that don't like music, dancing. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm with you on that one. Uh, Well, that's not of God. But anyway. um, (laughs) Says people who don't dance. (laughs) Hey. Hey, man. You ain't never seen me dance. Exactly. Because, man, I would I would dazzle you. <laughs> I would bedazzle you. <laughs> I would bedazzle you. <laughs> you walk away with like glittering. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, there's a whole other other weird stuff going on there. Um so, you know, listen, for those of you that are listening, um <clears throat> be tempered. Be tempered in your responses to uh, people. Uh, to ideas, to all kinds of things. And I say this as someone who likes to get worked up and rant and rave. But at the end of the day, right, it's it's, it's just an idea. It's just a thought. That it's not going to hurt you, but you're not going to learn and you're not going to change people's mind if you think you're in the right by just outright attacking them. Um, and, and Christians, you know, don't be afraid of being attacked. Stand firm, right? Stand, you know, if you believe it, then just say you believe it and know that, that take what comes with it, you know? And then respond like Chris did and say, hey, listen, man, I, I'm, I just want to love people like Jesus loves people and be done with it. Uh, the, other, the other article that Jay um, brought up was Justin and Haley Bieber. Because if you want to know Justin, if you didn't know, Justin Bieber got married. Yeah. Um, and they opened up, there's an article where they opened up about uh, faith and the challenges of marriage and addiction and. Uh, what's funny is that one of the things that came out of, that came out of this, which was was crazy controversial, right? It, it's what it's kind of how it how it smacked of, right? And it was that Justin talked about how he waited to have sex, um, with Haley. He waited till they got married. Till they got married. Well, they waited, right? Because it's not his decision. It's not his, just his decision, right? <laughs> well, but isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if she says no, then it's no. Um, but he, 
but you know they waited to have sex before they were married and um and so like that was the one thing it was funny because that was the one thing that came out of all of this right because yeah justin you know had been known to you know run around and be having sex with all kinds of people all um, kinds of people. <laughs> all kinds of people. They're people, Jay. They're people. Um, but as he, as he, you know, as he was growing in his faith, and as, and as he grew in his faith, um, you know, he said he felt this was important, right? You know, so um, you know, that was interesting. There's an art. There's a quote here. It goes, uh, "This is Justin talking." He goes, "I wouldn't consider myself religious." This confuses a lot of people because they're like, "Well, you go to church." I believe in the story of Jesus. That's the simplicity of what I believe, but I don't believe in all the religious elitism and pretentiousness. Like people are better than you because they come to church. Like you have to go to church and dress a certain way. I get sensitive when religion comes up because it's been so hurtful to a lot of people. I don't want to be thought of as someone who stands for any of the injustice that religion has done and does. So, um, so I don't know. Uh, you know, very, very interesting. Um, Justin's one of those guys that he's it's like he's he's become more and more vocal about his faith as as kind of the years have gone by. What say you, Jay? Hear, hear. You know, I gotta. (laughs) That's it. I just gotta say, I he used to be in the news all the time doing all sorts of craziness. Right. He's really not in the news so much anymore, except you know every once in a while. So props to him. Maybe he's turning that thing around and getting a little bit more mature. Well, yeah, I mean, now he's on the news because he says things like, I waited to have sex. Because he says things like that, right? I waited to like, have sex before, you know, before marriage. <laughs> and a, before and a, million, a million young hearts broke. Mm. Crack, 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 crack. <laughs> well, you know? he waited to have sex with his wife. Wife. Right. Or, 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 you know, oh, he sang a worship song at a pop-up. At Coachella. Concert that he showed up at. And it was like, and it's like, oh, my gosh. And it's, oh, my gosh. You know, because, it, and it's funny, right? Because well, society. Is, remember, remember, I'm sorry that I cut you off. Not really. Remember how you and I, when when we talked about him before, when he did the pop up mm-hmm. worship and all that, and we talked about you know we just we hope that what happened to so many other um, celebrities that became believers doesn't happen to him. Like and the fact that a lot of other celebrities become believers and then they're thrown right into the spotlight right. and sent out to preach and to go speak in different places, and it seems that. Um, you know, because they need to be discipled. They need to be poured right. into. And it seems that um, that's exactly what's happening with him, right? Because, right. like, as Dennis mentioned, like, he's not he's not in the news. He's not in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons anymore, right? Now when he comes up, he says stuff like that that seems to be more controversial. But um, even in that article, they say that um, that he, 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 he falls back to a lot of the uh, advice and the things that um, – that Judah Smith has poured into him. Right? right. And like Judah Smith has been like that guy, that pastor that's not only leading him, but also discipling him. Right. Right. And pouring into him. So that's Yeah, him and that, him that, and him and Lentz have really been that alone yeah. is a great thing. Right. You know, that <laughs> that it means so much. Cause you know that's that's like my big thing, right? You know, if you're gonna it's not just, you know, coming to acceptance of Christ and, and it, it's it's also about taking that time to get poured into, to be taught, to be discipled, right. right? So you can learn to walk your faith, not just have Jesus as a t-shirt, right? Well, you Jesus know, is my homeboy. Yeah, well, it's like it. it's like it's having a pastor that will 
excuse me, having a pastor that, that will say, you know, listen, you're not going to do this. Yeah. Right. You know, you need to do this instead. You need to strengthen your faith. Oh, you, you know what? You want to, you want to sing some worship songs with us? That's cool. But you're not, we're not going to be You're not like, the new worship leader. You're the not church. the new worship leader. Or, or, hey, you know what? We're just going to put together a new worship album and you're going to lead, you're going to sing mm-hmm. a worship album of your favorite worship songs or whatever, you know? Uh, which would be all Hillsong songs, probably right for <laughs> for for him since he goes to a Hillsong church. I think he no, goes to both. No, I think he goes to. I, I think he goes to both. Like wherever he's at. Like, if he's in New York, he goes to Hillsong. If he's right, out west, and if he's he in L.A., then he goes to Churchill. So um, <clears throat> you know, listen, uh, props to Bieber. It's got to be tough. You know, I, I think we forget that he was what 15 years old when he when he. Um, I think I think in the article he says that he was 11. Was he 11? I mean, he was. You know, he was crazy, stupid young. And, and he, you know, he's literally uh, grown up, you know, grown up in the spotlight. And, you know, he's done dumb, he's done a lot of dumb stuff that teenagers do, but his stuff is just magnified because. Yeah, no, 13. Since I've been 13. successful since I was 13, so I didn't really have a chance to find out who I was apart from what I did. Right. Right, so yeah. Right, you know, so he, you know, he, he did a lot of dumb stuff that teenagers do. Except he had a whole a lot of money to do that dumb stuff, yeah, to, like, to you know, the highest but, level. You know, to the highest and, level, and everybody had a voice in in how they felt, right? Everybody, right. everybody, the whole world saw it, and were able to say something, whether criticizing or tearing him down, right? right. Unlike you know, like us who like we did dumb things, and we either got away with it because nobody was around, nobody saw it, there were no cameras on us, right? Or you know we just got a butt kicked by our parents. Yeah, yeah, and and, and we're not rich, so no one cared. Exactly, <laughs> we're not filthy rich. Dennis was filthy rich. He had that uh, what? He had that West Virginia hillbilly money. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you besmirch my people? Oh, oh. I'm so done. Bubbling crude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's on. When this is over, it's on. You better get an escort to the parking lot, buddy. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Oh my Run away from the banjo oh music. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, man, oh, that is Texas tea. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, my goodness. Oh, we we're finishing up with Beaver. So, anyway, so that's the end of Beaver. We're done. We're done with Justin Bieber. We're done with Justin he's, and Haley. He's, he's dead to us. <laughs> They're dead to us. Until next time. Uh, un- uh, until he hits us up because he wants to, to like, talk. He, he wants he to wants, talk on the podcast. He wants to chat with us. Um, hint, hint. Hint, hint <laughs> Justin. We're gonna, Jay's going to tweet this I'm tweet at him. This. At him. He's going to be like, Justin's scared of... Justin's scared to come on the Overflow podcast because <laughs> he knows we'll call him knows, out. He knows we speak truth. <laughs> um, and he'll be like, "Who? <laughs> New Justin? Who this? Who this? New uh, Twitter? Who this?" Um, all right. So, so anyway, so we talked about Chris, and we talked about so we talked Chris Pratt and and kind of what what happened with Ellen Page and all that. And then we talked about, and then we talked with just about Justin and, and Haley. Um. And, and, and before we kind of dive in, remember March 25th, Legacy Nights at the Ice Kitchen. Kitchen. I was going to say the Ice House. I'm sorry, my dad says the Ice Box. And I was going to say the Ice Castle. And I was just all kind of confused. The Ice Waterloo. I don't know. The Ice Kitchen. Water Closet. The Ice Kitchen. Um, March 25th, which is a Monday. 
um, first Legacy Nights there. Uh, so uh, invite you. Don't forget. It'll, you know, that stuff invite a be, friend to invite a friend. Stuff will be sent out, so invite people. Yep. So, so, so these two articles, uh, these two topics were broached, were brought up because they kind of fit in within kind of the larger topic that Pastor Jay uh, wants wanted You're to. You're really enjoying that, aren't you? Uh, I love it. <laughs> right. That so wanted to bring up. So um, I was triggered. Uh, <laughs> I was triggered by no. Um, I get email updates by the Barna Group. The Barna Group they do. Uh, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Surveys, surveys, and you know, focus groups and stuff like that. But uh, believers, right? So I got an email saying that um, that millennials believe that evangelism is wrong, right? Ooh. Right, and I got triggered because it's like, please say more. Right? It's like, yo, like what church do these millennials go to? The ones that feel that it's wrong because. Apparently, whoever is teaching them is teaching them wrong, right? Because no matter no matter what, no matter where, right? If you're a Christian, then you know the Great Commission. And the Great Commission is a call to evangelism, right? So whatever church these people, these, these specific millennials, because I know it's not all millennials, but these specific millennials who feel that it's wrong to share their faith or to evangelize, then... They're being taught wrong. So it's not so much that I was triggered by the millennials, but actually <laughs> whoever their leaders are. He was triggered by the millennials leaders. <laughs> the millennials leaders. Right. And and so and so that just got me into thinking, right? Because um I I, I used to say this thing when I was when I was a, a young preacher. I used to say this thing that um that there's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. Right. right. It's a huge difference. Right? A lot of people know about God. I, I, st- I started watching on Netflix this documentary series on, on like discoveries of the Bible or secrets of the Bible, something like that, right? And it's a secrets woman. Secrets of the Bible. It's a woman. Like she's um, <clears throat> going out on these archaeological digs, right? Um. Uh, things of the bible of archaeology so right? so so i looked her up right because i never heard of her before right so i looked her up and ready she is an atheist theologian <laughs> right so she's an atheist who has degrees in theology and she's going on these archaeological digs to try to disprove the bible Right, but like what stuck out on me was <clears throat> nice. that she was an atheist theologian. <laughs> so <laughs> she studies God. She studies the God she doesn't believe she in. She studies. She studies the God that she doesn't believe in. Nice. Right. So that is like the perfect example of someone who knows about God but doesn't know God. Right. right. And and that's and, and there's a there's a huge disconnect because when you know somebody. Right, and especially if you know somebody deeply or intimately, right, then you want to tell people about that person, right, right, or you share stories about that person, right. Um, normally with the loved one, right, and I'm not just talking about romantic love, right. Normally with the loved one, you know, you you speak about people that you know, you you have the authority or the right to speak about somebody that you know, right. Um, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, we got this this group of millennials who 
probably know a lot about God, but don't know God, right? And and that happens when when the God that they know about, they have not met them in real life, right? So they go to church, and church is like a social place, right? It's just something to do. A lot of, and I, I think I, I met a lot of these people moving down here in the South, where it's just a part of life, right? It's a part of your upbringing, right? right? Especially here in the South. It's part of your upbringing. upbringing. Sundays you go to church because that's what you've always done, right? You just go to church on Sundays, and that's it. And you go to church with your family. You go to church with your mom, right? Whatever. Because in New York, you just don't. It's either it is or it's not. It's hot or it's cold or I guess up north. Um, and so I was thinking about, you know, how do how do we how do we meet God in real life? And that brought me to the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right? Because like you got these guys that were taken out of right Israel was was taken captive by the Babylonians. Right. Right. And and they 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 were so intimate in their knowledge of who God was that when they were faced with a choice of, you know, bow before this statue and live <clears throat> or reject bowing before the statue and die a horrible death. Right. Right. <clears throat> but the thing is, the thing is that even even without being a hundred right, and, and and the Bible doesn't say this, but even without being a hundred percent sure Right, that God would save them, they still believed enough in their God to know that whether whether we live or die, right, we're right. not going to do that. Right, we're not going to bow before your statue. We're not going to bow before your image. We're not going to bow before your deity. We're going to let everybody know, right, who we are and the God that and the God that we serve. Right? And 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 it's and and it's funny to me, and it's like meeting God in real life. Takes a whole different turn with them than it does with us, right? Because, like, according to scripture, right, according to the book of Daniel, they didn't bow before the God, before the statue, right, before the the, the, false, the false god, right, the false idol. And Nebuchadnezzar got so angry that he demanded that the furnace be heated up seven times hotter than it already was. And and what stuck out to me, it's, I'm laughing, but it's probably not funny, but maybe it is, was that the soldiers that were commanded to throw them into the furnace were burned outside of the furnace, right? So that's how hot it was. Yeah. Right? But, you know, they, Scripture says that Nebuchadnezzar was taken aback, right? Because he, he said, you know, he knew that he threw three people in. Right. <clears throat> and he asked about it. Yo, didn't we throw three guys in there? Yeah, and he counted four. Right. And he counted four. Right. And he said, there's one shining as if the son of God. Right. And it's like, dude, you can't, you can't come and encounter with God. Right. You can't come and encounter with God without wanting to speak about him, without wanting to share about him, without wanting to tell the world, without wanting to show people that he's right and he's real. You saw right. that too, right? <laughs> he's like that he's right and he's real. 
And that's the difference, right? You have these millennials, whoever they are, whatever group, I don't know how many they are, but you got these this group of kids that feel that it's wrong to evangelize, to share to share their faith with other people because right. they feel that it's oppressive and that it's wrong for them to force their beliefs on somebody else. Well, I would go as far as I would just I would keep upping it up. You have some Gen Xers, our generation that feel the same way. <laughs> right? You know, it's it's a it, you know, what's funny is that <clears throat> you know, as you were talking about, I thought, you Are know, Are we Gen X? Am I Gen X? Yeah. yeah okay. So, um, you're not a boomer. No, I'm not a we're boomer. We're like a Gen X or Gen We're like right there between Gen X and whatever. Um, yeah. if we're not Gen X. But what's what's interesting is too, as, I, as you were talking about, I was thinking, you know, you know, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Abednego, <laughs> um, you know, who was, who was their contemporary? A guy that had been thrown to the lions then. Yeah, Daniel. Right. You know, Daniel was their contemporary. Right. And Daniel had also, right, you know. Also did the same also, thing. Also stood up, right. So it was like, it was like when, when, you know, it was like, oh, stop praying to your gods. Daniel still every morning, right, everything was it three times a day would, would face towards Jerusalem and pray. You know, uh, to the point where he get he gets thrown to the lines then, right? And he survives, and obviously the and you know, they get out. But but I, what I see though, what I think about in that is that you know, um, how important it is, um, to ha- to 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 not just to not just seek and encounter God, but to be around those that seek and encounter God, right? Right? Because they they because they weren't alone. Right. Mm-hmm. They had they had each other to help strengthen their faith. Right. So one guy by himself might have been like, oh, you know what? I, I don't believe it in my heart, but I want to live. So I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll fold. And, and the thing is, the thing is, right, the culture of that time. Right. And the culture of where they were in Babylon. Right. They had many gods. They believed in, you know, different gods, and different things. So the culture that they were in was that, right? And right. they had to go and stand up to the culture and go against the culture. Right. Right? And the culture now is that, is A, you can't mm. force your beliefs on anybody because right. that's oppressive. That's right. blah, to, blah, blah. That's, I mean, I think I read somewhere where it's like considered assault sometimes in some places, right? Or or a hate crime, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what the culture has has us believe so that we do not do the work of God and do not follow the commandment of Christ, which is to go out into all the world and preach the right. gospel, right? So I, I, I think, and oh. I think, the, and I think the picture that people think when you say things like that is like is the the old school kind of, which you still have people that do it today, holding the signs and and the bullhorns and yeah. I mean that's not that's not that's, that's not, not it at all. That's like not we, what we're talking we, about. We've shared it. And we've taught on it on the podcast, right? You get a PA system, right? not a bullhorn. <laughs> That's crazy. You get, a, you get a megaphone, and yeah, no, but you gotta just you gotta share your story, right? Right, share your story. And and that's all it is. One person, ten people. Right. Share your story, and it's not so much, you know, beating somebody over the head and shoulders with a Bible, right? And I think that's what a lot of these people think that it, right. think that's what it is. That you got to go and say, oh, repent, right. repent for the oh, day is that's, near. That's right? how it oh, used yeah. to be. That's how. It, right? So then you changed how it used to be, right? You, you know, um, we, you know, and and I think though, but I, but you know, at the same time, it. <sighs> Like that's not something that's taught. 
I don't think that's something churches teach anymore. Yeah, I I, I agree. Right, with you. it's not it's it's not you know it's not just that. Well, we feel it's this way, but it's also something that, you know, churches have gotten. You know, we we seem to have got found this in something we've you know we've always kind of been against is kind of this culture where. This church culture where we don't want to offend anyone. Right. We want to bring every. You know. We right. want to. So we want to. We want to. Culture of hurt feelings. We want to. We want to be. Uh, we want to. We want to turn. We want to turn congregants into consumers, right? Because so we yeah. want to develop programs and develop things that people can come and consume, right? Um, so, so just like a business, right? You 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 need to go walk the middle of the road so you can have as many customers come in and shop at your store. And right. that's how... What happened to, you know, to live is Christ and to die is gain, right? What happened to all these things, right? It's like you said, you know, a lot of a lot of churches, uh, these consumer-based churches that want to bring people in with this feel-good message and, you know, this, you know, it's okay and, you know, this, like, this middle of the road, as you said, right? And and they don't they don't want to say things that, <clears throat> that, that challenge the heart, right? And, and, and that confronts the sin. Right. Right. You know, they, they're they worried that they're going to go and they're going to hurt somebody's feelings and then they're going to, the people are going to leave and never come back or they're going to go on social media and Ellen Page the church. Right. Ooh, and blast I just made her into yeah. a verb. Right. And, and, right. And, and it's, and it's not about that. Right. I think I was preaching in New York when I was like, yo, like, like real talk, like, like the, the truth and, 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 and the, the, <laughs> the truth of the Bible doesn't care about your feelings. Right. And, and it's not. And I don't say that to mean that God doesn't care if you're hurt, but the truth of the gospel, the truth of Jesus' sacrifice and the reasons why he went to the cross, it's not about your hurt feelings. Right. Right. It's about your salvation. It's so that you know that your soul and your life will not be lost. Right. So that you and your home, right, as the Bible says, you and your household can be saved. Right. right. And, and, and the thing is that, right, the Samaritan woman, Right, the Samaritan woman at the well was confronted, right? Was confronted about her sins and the way right. she was living. Right. And Jesus didn't attack her, right? But just let it, you know, hey, I know, I know you've been with these guys and the guy you're with now, it's not your husband either, right? But it wasn't Ooh. it wasn't right, exactly. It wasn't like, you know, to shame her, right? It wasn't to shame her, but to know that he knew about these things, right. but he still offered the gift of salvation. He still offered, you know, the living water that'll that'll right. that'll, that'll save her, but the, and her home. right? But then the the you know the, what's forgotten always seems to be forgotten about her story is the fact that that she it says that she ran 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 back into the town and said, "Hey, I met this man who knows all the things that have happened <laughs> in my life. Who told me all my dirt, you know? Right? And but still, and and so the people went right. They went to meet this this man, right? Because yeah. they knew." You know, and that's the thing, right? It's like they knew, they knew her, they knew her history, but she came back different than the than than when she went. Remember, because the mm -hmm. scripture tells us she went when she went when everyone else was already gone. Yeah, from the well, she went right. the hottest part of the day, so she wouldn't have to deal with with anybody shaming with anybody her shaming of who her, she was. treating her how it was. So when they see her come back different, and all, and 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 all scripture says is she told them, "Hey, this is the guy that told me." But scripture says that right. because so, because the word of her testimony, they went to go see if this guy was the, so right. Was so the real that's what's right. So that when so that when Sorry. so that when people <laughs> went to see Jesus, right, they came back, right, and they what did they tell her? They said, because I preached on this, right, because they they've told her they told her, 
you know, we went not just because of what you said, because we had to see for ourselves. Yeah. Right. So her, the word of her testimony, right, compelled these people to go see Jesus, to hear from Jesus himself. And then, then those that accepted his message came back, came back, changed. And so he, right. So he called out her card. Right. right. He called out her card. And in doing so, she met him, and, and it was funny, right? Because she didn't meet him in real life, right? The, the reality of who he of who he is didn't come to her before he called out her card, right? Right? Because she was like, "Oh yeah, hey, you're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan," right? She was putting up all these blocks, right? But after he called out her card and she realized who he was, that's when he that's when she finally met him. That's right. when she finally got to know who he was and what he was there to give her, right? And then she accepted it and she went back and she told everybody. They all came and, you know, they also received. So, you know, it's 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 not enough for you to know about Jesus, right? You got to know him intimately. You got to know him, right? right? You have to, and sometimes getting to know Jesus is going to bring out some of the stuff that you want that you want hidden, right? Stuff right? That is going to make you go against what the culture tells you to right. do, right? Because it's going to go against what you want to do, right? Because there's there's those things that you, so forget the culture. Let's put the <laughs> culture aside for a second. It's gonna it's gonna go against some of the things that some of the things that you want to do, or, or that you don't want to do, or that you don't want to do, right? But I, I I I view it I view it first in the things, right? First in the things that you that you do want to do that you that you don't want to give up. And then the things that mm, you don't want to do, right? right? Um, that, that seems to be kind of the, the progression, right? So it's like, wow, well, wait a minute. I don't want to stop doing this. I don't want to stop doing that. And all these things. But but that's 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 part and parcel, right? Because, I mean, Scripture tells us, right, that, I mean, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, was it, um, right, the, the, the word is like a sword, right? Like uh, a double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. It cuts. Mm-hmm. Well, what's it cutting, right? It's, it's cutting to the truth. And, and. And there is a way. There is a way to tell truth and to tell it in in a way that is that is not out of a condemnation, but out of love. And we've also seen the we've also seen the surveys where it talks about churches that are preaching the gospel are the churches that are really growing. Yeah. So. So yeah, the soft churches, not so much. So so <laughs> it's it's a kind of a weird it's a kind of a weird um it's just kind of a weird thing we're seeing where it's like well people are saying well on the one hand you have well you know you shouldn't you know telling people about jesus evangelizing is 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 wrong because you're 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 putting your stuff on them but on the other end shaming them but on the other end all these churches that is all about telling people about jesus right they're the ones that are growing and they're the ones that are developing uh just these these uh uh, strong believers and spirit-filled believers and so for you know so so for those that are listening, <clears throat> it's it's a thing. We don't be afraid of telling others about Jesus and doing it in love, right? And doing it, you know, that's why it's, it's so important to know Scripture and doing it through Scripture. And then let God handle the rest. You know, let God sort it. <laughs> let God sort it out. Let God deal with it. But um, like I was telling, you know, like I was. I was saying in, in a group a couple of weeks back, um, you know, they were talking about, you know, oh, what if, you know, when, when people do this in the church, when people do that in the church, I'm like, look, it's right here, right? It's right here in scripture. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, it's right here. If it goes against this, 
then it's not something you want to do or what's something we want to participate in. So guess what? Not telling people about Jesus goes against scripture. Yeah, it does. And you and so so you've got to make a 100%. decision. 100%. And you've got to so you've got to make a decision. Do you believe in scripture? Cuz I'll be honest with you. If you say, "Well, I don't believe the Bible," then it doesn't matter. It's then, all it's all moot. You shut down all conversation. Fine. All right. They say, "Go about your business." Go about your business. Be a lukewarm <laughs> Christian, but I just want you to know that the Bible tells us what happens to those. To lukewarm Christians. To, to those Christians. <laughs> um, but if you say, "No, I believe in the Bible." You believe that the Bible is is the word of God. The word of God. Then, then, then dive into it, learn it. I mean, it's, a, it's a lifetime thing. What is it live it, love it, live it, lo- <laughs> live it, love it? What I say, I always say, um, uh, read the word, pray the word, do the word, right? So it's a read, pray, do. You got to read it. You got to pray. Yeah. That, okay. And yeah, then you got to walk is, it out. That is it. Right. That read, is what you say. read, pray, do. Um, and that's the real life. That's the, that's the thing. That's where all the stuff we talk about ultimately comes to. Read the word. Pray the See, word. Do the word. And only, only then, after reading the word, um, praying the word, and doing the word, will you gain an intimacy, right, with Jesus. Where, even like we were talking about last week with the whole fear monster thing, right, where you're able to meet him, right. In real life, every day, day to day, right? right? And and then the whole thing about, you know, not hurting people's feelings won't even exist. Won't even exist because you'll be, because of the love that he has for you will compel you to tell people about who he is so they can also be ensconced in his love. If anything, we should be compelled to tell people what he's done in our lives. Right. You know, instead yeah. of, oh, God is so great. You know what? You know, forget that for a second. I'm going to tell you why God is great to me. Because <laughs> this is this is this is, you know, it's like that. It's like the 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 cholo that's been all over Facebook, the Mexican, the ex gangbanger. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, who's the, Jesus the and pop locking the Jesus guy. Right. I mean, that dude. I mean, there is no question in my mind that dude loves Jesus. Yeah, and it's know. because he keeps right. He keep everything is like Jesus, and he's pop locking for Jesus, and he's doing all this stuff. And people have people have ridiculed him. People have said this. And we talked about him a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, we brought him up, and it was and it. But you know what? But he's he's. I mean, right now he's a great example. He doesn't care. He gets on Facebook and he does his his thing, and he's like, man, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Does a rap song, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. I mean. <laughs> You know, he loves Jesus and he just wants people to know. And he wants people to know. What Jesus can do because he's like, because it's like what Jesus has done for me, mm-hmm. Jesus can do for you. And that's all we need to do. And anybody that's a leader that might be listening to this, listen, you leaders, all, all, all pastors and, and ministers and all this stuff, they always believe what well, they do. The word, the word, right? That's a, that's a favorite, that's a, a, a church, a little church saying, right? That we get, you know, the word does not come back void. The word does not come back void. Right. But here's the thing. For the word not to come back void, you got to preach the word. So don't be afraid to preach the word. Unapologetically. Right. Yes. Don't, don't be afraid to preach the word unapologetically. Don't be afraid. to. You want the word to not come back void? You got to preach the word and not in a, well, and, let me try to make you, water down, let me try to make you feel way. good or whatever. But in a, listen. We all right. need Jesus. The gospel's not soft. Give it, you know, give it the way. We all give need it Jesus. We all, we all need forgiveness because we're all sinners. 
But God loves you. God loves us. I love you because God's loved me first. So I love you. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't want you want the word to come back. Got to preach the word. You got to preach it. You got to preach the word. And then what we notice for those those pastors that are like, oh, I want to see my church grow. Preach the word, because what we've seen is that people are attracted to the truth. Dude, When I was pastoring out in in Covington and it was like all these gangbangers and all that, like I was told. I was told by um, somebody who was um, one of the disciples, whatever. I was not not like a Christian disciple. One the gang, I forgot what it's called. Like a, like a Latin disciple. No, or not a, Latin. But anyway, Covington disciple. <laughs> but he he told me that he liked coming to. You know, I like going to your church, right? right? To recruit. I mean, no, no, Be, because <laughs> right because be, according to him, because I kept it real, right. I didn't make God soft about anything. Right. He was like, I've never heard a pastor, right, say things or say things the way you say them or preach the way you preach. And right. I'm like, I don't say anything that's outside of scripture. Right. Right. Nothing. Nothing outside of scripture. Yeah, well, I never heard it like that. Like I never heard the Bible the way you preach it. It's like, well, that's it's just Bible. Look, I'll show you. Here, look, here's a Bible as a gift. Look, that's where I'm preaching. Exactly these words, right? It's like, well, I never heard that. I go to my grandmother's church sometimes, and, you know, the pastor never preaches like that. I was like, well, I, I don't know what to tell you, but you're more than welcome to keep coming. Right. 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 You Stop know? recruiting so. my people. But you, you're more than welcome <laughs> to keep coming. That's actually what brought him, that's actually what brought him to the church because he was wondering where his people <laughs> were because nobody was selling his drugs oh, anymore. But anyway, you know, I mean, people want that. People want, I guess people want real, right? Yeah. People want real. They want to know that God is real and they want to see God move and they want to know that that they too can believe right. in a real God, right? right? In a tangible God. Right. And it's not your job to convince them, it's just your job to present it. Right. And you let God do the rest. Right. Right? That's it. Uh so any final thought? What's your final final word, Pastor Jay? <laughs> final word. word. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of preaching the gospel of relaying scripture right and giving people the room to meeting God in real life right and allowing them right and allowing them and giving them the freedom right to know that God is real so that they can share their real God with other people who need to meet this real God that's it Last words by Pastor Jay. <laughs> Not his last words ever, just his last words for tonight. Okay. So, <clears throat> guys, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Glad that you were here um, with us. Glad you hung out this this long with us, for those of you that did. As always, go to theoverflowpodcast.com. We can, uh, once again, always subscribe to the podcast and the different outlets. Uh, uh, see the videos and the songs and all that stuff. And um, remember, uh, dusting out that oldie but goodie, read, pray, do, and have the word be the foundation of that, grow closer to God, and just let people know what God's done for you. Thanks for joining us as always. I'm Joaquin. Still Jay. And this is The Open Podcast. See you guys next week. Peace.